Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everybody. It's me, Jen Zabrowski, the host of We Need to Talk About Britney. And on this episode, I'm sitting down with Kara Storsey. She's a lovely and talented actress. She's 20 years old. And the reason I tell you her age is because we talk about Britney's third album, which is entitled Britney. It's my favorite album, by the way. And um, Britney released this album when she was 20 years old. And so I thought it would be really cool, since I haven't been 20 in a very long time, to sit down with a current 20-year-old and be like, what do you think? Like, would you put this music out when you were 20? And what's your life like? And like, what was Britney's life like at this time? We really get into it. Um, and Karis really came to play. She listened to this album from beginning to end. And she's also a musician, um, in addition to being an actress. And she, she, she really went for it. And I love that. There's something I really want to tell all of you. And that is, I have a cardboard cutout of Britney Spears and it's in my office where I'm recording this and I look at her because I'm doing this by myself in a room. And so, and that felt weird. So I was like, I want to talk to something. And then I was like, oh, wait, I have this giant cardboard cutout of Britney Spears right in front of me. So, uh, that's what I talk to, uh, when I do these, she, she is, she's wearing a, a denim onesie and roller skates and it's pretty fantastic. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, and Brittany and I will just be here hanging out. Okay. I had forgotten about these uh, <laughs> creatures. Yes, creatures, I think, is a. I was going to say lions or tigers. I feel like the theme is just like exotic. Like whatever they deemed exotic, they just <laughs> yeah. made it up on the stage. It's like, let's add these little scarves on the, yeah. <laughs> onto Britney's underpants. <laughs> 
just She's such a good dancer, which I didn't. Oh, it's just un- it's, it's unreal. Like, mm-hmm. so good. And I like that she's wearing just like tan boots. Like I wouldn't have put that with the <laughs> the bra. That underwear. wouldn't have been your your pick. But you gotta like you know the glitter is important and they needed to add it to the and this was the year right after um when she did satisfaction and she did her strip tease and she's Mm, in that nude suit so i feel like this is a little bit of a callback to that too just a tiny bit of like taking that with us into the future you know like a fashion representation of her greatest hits yes like I'm evolving and yet <laughs> I'm losing clothes but I'm also like wearing these new boots <laughs> I think her hair and makeup is so beautiful I know I love when she does curl like like not curls but like the wavy yes. vibe she just looks so good here's the snake this is crazy <laughs> Karis have you ever worked with live animals yes I have not that closely but and not while dancing but um, yes. What kind of animal did you work with? Um, I did a movie that, like that had Australia involved, and so there was like a crocodile. There was emu. Um, oh. There was all like Australian animals, and <laughs> what we had like movie a. Is this? It's Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very oh, Bad Day. Oh, that that okay. Yeah. You- you all, do you go to Australia and then? No, it's random. Like the little kid in it, and it's a part of the book. Um, he's like obsessed with Australia, so they have like a birthday party, and um, it's Australia themed. Gotcha. So we had like a croc in the pool, which was fun. But you've never wrapped a snake around. No. Your okay. <laughs> no. I don't know if I could or would. She seems so chill, though. So, uh, yeah, just, oh, look at this dance moves. So relaxed. I mean, Ugh. she's like, Get, here's the snake. I got it. I don't. I'm dancing. I'm moving. <laughs> it's gone. Just also this last thing. She just gets up Perfect to the top. Perfect time. Boom, boom, boom. And look at how she's just going to hit it. Like, on the on the nose. I was blown away by that moment the most. She is one in a million. <laughs> God, I love her. Love her so much. Yeah, that performance. Oh, wow. So amazing. And I know it's so iconic. So iconic. Um, okay, let's just get into it. Yay! <laughs> Hello, and welcome to We Need to Talk About Britney, a podcast dedicated to the legendary pop princess Britney Spears. I'm your host, Jen Zabrowski, and on this episode, we're talking about Britney's third and self titled album, Britney. Joining me today is actress Karis Dorsey. Karis has worked with some of Hollywood's biggest names, such as Liam Shriver and Ray Donovan, Jennifer Gardner in Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day, Sally Fields in Brothers and Sisters, and Brad Pitt in Moneyball. And you guys, she's only 20 years old. <laughs> what the heck? Karis Dorsey, welcome to We Need to Talk About Britney. Yay! Thank, thank you. you. Oh, thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to be here. Oh. I've done my Britney research. You've I'm done ready. Your homework? <laughs> I did oh my, my homework. I'm ready. Amazing. Now, Karis, you 
Well, I was so excited um, when you said yes to doing this, and I specifically asked you if you would talk about Britney's third album, Britney, mm-hmm. um, because Britney released this album when she was 20 years old, and you are, in fact, 20. 20. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I really wanted to talk about, like, because I'm, I'm trying to remember, you know, what it was like to be 20 years mm-hmm. old. Um, and so I, it just like that alone, it's like, okay, this person released this album at the same age you are. That's yeah, it's uh, it's crazy. I like I was sort of that was like the fact that I was most struck by when watching like videos or listening to it is that I mean, we're the same age. Like I'm mm-hmm. the same. I'm 20 and she I mean, this was her third album, which first of all is crazy. Mm-hmm. And then just like watching her perform and listening to her, she just has she's so far beyond that, like far beyond her years in that way. I was like, I was blown away by that. When you said like she was the same age as me, I was just like, that's crazy. I couldn't even believe it. Well, what's so interesting though is that I feel like you are so far beyond your years. Um, uh, when, when we first met, which wasn't that long ago, I was like, oh my gosh, you're, uh, I mean, well also you've just been working since, how old were you when you started to, to work on film and TV? I was five. Five years yeah. old. So, I mean, that's something that you have in common with Brittany as well. Like, you both have been working in a professional setting yeah. since you both have been very, very young. Were you did Did you grow up in Los Angeles? I, I basically I grew up in LA County, but like a suburb far, far away. <laughs> but yeah, so I really don't feel like I grew up in LA because I, I don't know. Like in elementary school, everyone felt like. LA like Hollywood was this like separate entity that wasn't like a 40 minute drive away it was like very foreign to everyone and not to me obviously because I'd been going there for so long but um I feel very I felt very removed from it so I think that like informed how I grew up so much because people who grew up in LA I feel like it's different it's a different vibe than than when from where I grew up Mm -hmm. and you're also you're a musician Mm mm-hmm singer and um and you play tell me do you play the uh, you play the guitar I play guitar and then piano but not well (laughs) (laughs) I can play like enough chords to help me along but not not well I want to keep learning but and you and your sister performed together Mm -hmm, yeah and she's amazing she's in a band and she's slays and also she was doing the research with me and we were just dying over Brittany this whole time but yes. yeah okay well g- give your sister a, a plug tell yeah. us her band's called precious kid and um very influenced by like 80s pop rock and blondie and the pretenders and she kicks ass and is such a beautiful performer she just played um open for a band called wallows at the observatory and uh in oc and she is just so killer on stage I'm like obsessed with her and her music but yeah you should check her out we went to dinner a few months ago and um it was uh right when Taylor Swift's latest album came out and we really we we just jumped right in (laughs) and we started talking I mean we got into every the lyrics we were breaking down the songs Mm -hmm. and then uh we were comparing it to Lord's most recent album which uh, we both agreed Lord is a phenomenal songwriter every lyric it just seems it's just so intentional and just I think she I I love Lord um would you say you know 
Brittany is my Brittany. She is my she is my hero. She is my I I, I look to her. She's kind of been the touchstone um, of my life since I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, who who is your Brittany? Do you have a Brittany? I, it's interesting, like looking back and and sort of learning a little bit more about her. It's interesting because I feel like there isn't really. I mean, for me, I don't think I have the same relationship to like a Lord or a Taylor Swift that maybe you or, or a lot of people who grew up with Britney do have. I think it's it's such a specific like fandom, the <laughs> Britney Spears fandom, and it's such a spe- she's such a sp- specific like figurehead that I don't know that that's ever been like repeated since then. Maybe like I was thinking about it like I don't know exactly who could compare to her but I think I mean I I I don't know my like queen one of my queens is is Lord um Mm. and and certainly someone that's like soundtracked so much of my youth and um and but she's also such a she's such a specific artist as well and like has such a specific world that she inhabits so I don't know I don't know if I have like a a I guess people love people people love selena gomez yeah like also yeah. It's, it's like culture is changing so rapidly or and is vastly different from when i was 20 years mm-hmm. old so i look at you know selena gomez you say now she's the most you know followed person on instagram right. yeah um but she and you know britney well at this time uh, during this album um britney made crossroads so she did film a movie at that mm-hmm. time and because you know selena gomez is both um an actor and and a musician she's kind of just this other yeah it's 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 so it's hard to to compare I guess yeah. that would be the closest thing yeah I was thinking like and and it's not for me personally although I love Selena Gomez I like think her music is so good and want her album it, a revival I think is super underrated and also like when I was thinking about her and thinking about like her performances that she's done and also the fact that she was sort of aging out of like being a young person Mm -hmm. in the spotlight just like Britney was I think that that she's probably the closest thing we have to Britney or like I was thinking about like a Miley Cyrus who we also watch like have this complete evolution and like it happened in front of our eyes you know and and you know I loved Miley Cyrus when I was younger and like but the thing is like I don't know that I've with my like as I've evolved as a person I don't know that my like love for like a Miley Cyrus evolved with me Mm -hmm. and that's what's so and I kind of like am jealous of the thing of like this Britney obsession being something that like you can take with you throughout your whole life because you know how old were you when we're the same we're the same age oh my gosh okay I think you said that that's so so amazing when she came out it was and it was just like I couldn't believe it. I went to Catholic school growing up and so it was someone who was wearing the uniform and it it was just like wh- how it's like it was it felt like she was just for me yeah. in this weird way. Um and I just lo- I just adored her from yeah. the beginning and then it just never it never left me. So okay, like you when you walked in um we weren't we didn't have the microphones in front of us yet but you had said I broke a podcast rule which I'm just making up as a rule it's not but yeah you said that you had never really listened all the way through Mm -hmm. um which is so exciting to me that I'm talking to someone who's never really listened all the way through to this album um 
I personally have this CD that I bought when it came out. Oh, that's that, so cool. That's one thing I love. I have the the object, like the object that I bought when it came out, and I have. I've never gotten rid of it. I, I refuse to throw it out. I'm like, this one CD will be, will stay with me. And I have a few Britney CDs that, um, that have just, I've just. They're like it. talismans of your like life. That's so cool. Exactly. So explain to me, I want to hear a little bit about your experience of listening to this and you can talk about listening to it with your sister and what you guys were talking yeah, about. Yeah. I mean, well, first of all, like I'd listened to it a couple times and then I was driving my sister yesterday and I played Overprotected and she was like, damn, this is so, <laughs> good. so good. And I was like, yeah, you should go listen to all of it because I mean, I think that like, I, it's not, I don't know that I had a perception of like it, me, whether I would like it or dislike it necessarily because I knew like I'm a slave for you and I love that and I love like the songs I know of Britney, I love. But I was sort of surprised by how many times like I was able to listen to it, how much like repeat ability it had. And um, and yeah, and also just how how much it informs like pop music today. And, and going back to Taylor Swift, I was thinking about her recent um, album Reputation and it's kind of like I feel like Reputation a lot of the songs on that are going back to like this like early 2000s like pop landscape that Britney inhabited and also like this album really lives in which is like I feel like it's fucking weird like there's some weird sounds in these songs that people don't necessarily like like to touch nowadays but like the weird the thing I kept thinking of was like like it feels very sci-fi like there are all these like weird little like alien noises in it and um and I I was thinking back to like look what you made me do Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift's um single off of reputation and and that feels like hearkening back to like this kind of pop music which I like love and I think is so fun yeah and the uh Britney is you know we talked about this in uh the previous episode uh which was Britney's kind of known for this talking she Mm -hmm. talks in her songs she seems to be able to pull it off better than anyone else who gives it a try (laughs) um uh I mean, Taylor Swift is amazing, very talented, but it just doesn't seem, it doesn't come as naturally to Taylor. And I think it is something that she, it it, it does, it's influenced by Britney Spears. I mean, she is known for for this, you know, talking through her songs. Um, I know what you're talking about, those sci-fi sounds um, in bombastic love yes. <laughs> and what it's like to be me at the beginning the yes <laughs> they're so weird yeah. <laughs> like why are they there but they're so good and they just they they get you moving in this way your body starts yeah just you Poppin'. can't yeah it po- <laughs> yes it pops it pops and it locks <laughs> whether you like it or not I think um, what are some of your favorites um, so, oh yeah, and speaking of the talking, is it overprotective? Protected, where she's like, "I need space." Yes, I, <laughs> I love that so much. And in the video, like she's just trying to make it work while she's like lounging around. I love it so much. Um, but I mean, I, I I love "I'm a Slave for You" so much. And I, I'm looking at your list here. I didn't realize Pharrell um, did that one, and I did he do because he sings on. Boys. Boys. Yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't do that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but, oh yeah, he did. 
yeah um i love i'm a slave for you so much and i obviously was aware of that song prior but i mean i hadn't listened to it in so long and listening to it, i'm just like it's such a jam and it's so it's so also i think that song is very deep if you if you think about how britney expresses herself through dance even more yeah. than singing and it's just the way she moves. Mm-hmm. And then if you listen to the lyrics of that song, she is saying that she just wants to dance. They're mm-hmm. telling her, little girl, don't step into the club. Know, and I she's like, why? <laughs> All I want to do is dance. Yeah. To me, I'm like, this is the ultimate Britney song. Yeah. Like we are getting Britney for sure. song. And I think it's so like, there's so much weight to it as well because it's the first song, the first words on this album which I imagine was her I mean I don't really know but I feel like after her last two she probably wanted to like establish herself in more in a more adult way because she was an adult at this point like legally an adult and um and I think that like that line in the beginning where she says like you little girl don't step into the club I'm just trying to find out why because dancing's what I love which is like such a like sentiment that I feel like you totally can relate to when you're 20 you're not 21 so there's this other barrier that you have to cross and you're like I'm still I'm I'm the same that I will be when I'm 21 like what's what's the deal what's the point of this I'm ready to be able to be in this new adult part of my life but there are all these places I can't go yeah exactly (laughs) yeah I love that and I and I also don't think I I was not aware of the verse lyrics of I'm a slave for you and um and yeah when it's basically all about her being like I just want to dance and I can't and this sucks I was so surprised by that I loved that and the theme throughout the entire album is this I I'm growing up I I want to be in the world I mean so I'm a slave for you Mm -hmm. we were getting that overprotected we're definitely getting that (laughs) um I'm not a girl not yet a woman yeah we're really getting yeah for sure now we're just we're dropping in we are there I mean that video is so beautiful oh my god it's amazing I love where is she in that video I think that's that's um you know what it's a it's a real hot spot on Instagram (laughs) these days are you noticing oh yeah the like wavy like inner like whatever that is I feel like a gen like Kendall Jenner or something posted a photo yes and I I um I I said to uh to my husband I was like I want to go to the I'm not a girl, not yet a woman place. <laughs> That's just what it's called. Yes. That's where Where is that? I want to go to that that beautiful, beautiful place that for me is defined by Britney Spears. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I feel like that um that song like is like the like I was thinking about like the thesis statement of the album for sure because there's so much of it that's like like adult but also like a lot of the things she's singing about are like very sweet and very like feel like fantastical and like the language that she uses is very yeah like fantasy written and so I feel like that's I don't know I felt like it was a really cool balance that she struck with this album of like having both you know feet and both you know, being young and being fun and wanting to have fun and having fantasy and also like I'm an adult and I've been I'm like a badass woman, you know. I think about my time in high school and in college and um and and I think part of what I loved so much about it, I knew in those moments that 
it's like, you know, you're, if you're, um, you're about to take off and you're going to be in a race, you know, and you're waiting for mm-hmm. that, the gun to, to go and you just like, boom, you're going to just like blast off. And I felt as though in those times I'm like waiting for that moment to be let out. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, you're, you're, um, you're still experiencing life, you know, love, having first big love relationships where it's separate from, you know, when you were with your family of origin, mm-hmm. you know, you're really stepping out, you're, and you're connecting with another person, you're meeting new friends, you're, um, you know, having new jobs, things mm-hmm. like this, and you're having these life experiences. And I think like what you're saying is about that fantasy element, it's, it's kind of a sweet, you're in a sweet spot yeah. because you're still fantasizing and you're looking forward. Um, and, and yet you're in a flow of life. Yeah. That's so true. Um, now in your life, do you, do you feel, do you feel that? Do you feel, um, do you feel like you're in that in also that sweet spot yeah I think I for sure and and I think like going back to what I was saying about being this age is this like odd age of 20 which there's this one more arbitrary number that you have to cross in order to be like as you said let out into the world in a larger way than just you know you can your your horizons expand in such a way that you can like go to bars or go you know go do certain things that you hadn't beforehand so in this like really on paper technical way you are still waiting you're an adult in the eyes of the law because you're over 18 but you also you still have another like line to cross and it's this really weird kind of as you said sweet spot that you feel like you live in and I definitely do and I think that's why maybe like you were saying you know I I come across as older but I also I feel really childlike as well I think it's an it's a weird balance that I feel like you know since I grew up on sets and I had to meet a lot of people and I had to talk and learn how to like find myself in a conversation with any person basically like fill in the blank any any person and um and so I I had to grow up quickly and I I like gain skills that a lot of my friends who like weren't actors who were like maybe just went to school and you know were on the dance team or whatever they didn't have those like I could go and talk to adults at a party and they like maybe couldn't when I mean when I was really young and um but then also I feel like because I was working I I I didn't have like a traditional high school experience I didn't have a traditional elementary experience so I feel like I have certain things that I have to learn in terms of like it's like a different kind of maturity. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's definitely this odd time in your life just because of your age, whatever number you've been assigned. And also, yeah, just based off of your own experiences and based off my own experiences, it's hard for me to feel like a full like adult yet. Can it make you feel isolated at times? Yeah, I think so. I think that like, I think that if you don't have people around you that are aren't going through the same thing but I also think it still can be because we're all processing it really differently like a friend of mine might be really comfortable in their body or like really openly you know sexual or whatever like Brittany is very openly 
um, you know, she's dancing. And maybe that's why I feel like she seems so much older is because she's like the sort of projection she's putting out is very old and like a confident like 25 year old or something very connected to her body yeah really connected to her body and and so maybe that's one aspect of your personality but then you feel immature you know and because of your intelligence or or because you know you know fill in the blank it's sort of like a a choose your own adventure in terms (laughs) of like where you feel at this age um and so I think that if you're like you feel like you're alone and you feel like you're the only person going through it. Yeah, it can be isolating. But I think we all are going through it in a different way. Mm -hmm. And like probably still will continue to. Like once I turn 21, it's not going to be this like magical like, you know, here you go. You're an adult now fully. You have nothing else to figure out. But um, but yeah, it's really interesting. I used to think I had the answers to Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Gosh, it's like I'm I'm listening to you and I'm just imagining Brittany at this time in her life. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting to think back to like what was going on in her head because obviously like it's weird to see this like time capsule of her life before all of the craziness that happened to her afterwards because she feels so like fully formed and maybe that's just the image that was projected or maybe that's who she was at that time and then you know, events in her life happened afterwards, but it's like this like bittersweet thing to look at her. Here. I know this was like quite the moment. Yeah. So at this time, um, she was dating Justin Timberlake. They had, you know, the album before that she had already confirmed that they were dating. Mm-hmm. Um, and this album, um, 
so in the the previous album, Oops, she only um, co-wrote one song on that album. On this album, you'll see she um, has a writing credit on Lonely, Anticipating, great song. Listen to it on a Friday night. Get in the car with your friends. (laughs) Great, great song. Um, Cinderella, Let Me Be, That's Where You Take Me. And I thought she had had also a writing credit on What It's Like to Be Me with Justin Timberlake and Wade Robson. But it's not saying that, so I don't know. But so this is really her. She had, she wanted to contribute. She had fully arrived. Mm-hmm. She um, also during the release of this album, she did shoot Crossroads, um, released that. I think at this time she might have even opened a restaurant in New York City, um, <laughs> and uh, which I went to. Um, was it good? It was. I think it was a lot of like Southern food, and, nice. and it had a lot of <laughs> pastel uh decorations throughout you know it was very it was very Britney Mm -hmm. um and but she was doing I mean she she was doing so much at this time um and you know just she was Britney it was like at this point she's wearing the crown it's like third album she is giving it to us she is delivering and she's just working so so hard and and becoming a woman like you know she is no longer a teenager she's in control now because we do know you know broad strokes of what happened you mm-hmm. can never really know what goes on in someone's life um it's it's it is a, it's amazing to see her in this moment it's like oh this was primetime yeah. Brittany um and you know the big thing that happened uh was apparently during this time she had cheated on Justin Timberlake with this choreographer Wade Robson Mm -hmm. who wrote oh wow yes they both have the cred on uh what it's like to be me yes that's juicy that is I mean Karis imagine how scandalous that was at the time (laughs) I um I'm imagining that's crazy I mean you think stuff goes on with Selena and Bieber like we're talking (laughs) these are the the OG the the OGs (laughs) the OGs of teen romance right here was like what was the like media response to her because I feel like there's always the narrative of like the woman being the you know if the woman cheats on the man I feel like it's such a different narrative like what was the response to that I know I know oh I'm so excited that we're talking about this no (laughs) one's so wrong it's so wrong, and yet, and yet, Karis, let's <laughs> just think about this. You're think about being Britney Spears at this time. She is overprotected. She's not a girl, not yet a woman. <laughs> she's, she's anticipating. She's anticipating. She's loving boys. Sometimes a girl just needs one. <laughs> she is, you know, like we said. I I believe her love language is through her physical body. Mm-hmm. She is feeling alive. She is have she is she is connected to her body in such a way that I mean I I hate to put it simply but like she was probably really horny and her <laughs> she and Justin yes. I mean this is a little grotesque but I mean no. hormones she's twenty years old she's 20. Britney Spears um and 
he was a good friend of hers and she cheated on Justin and she felt terrible about it. Obviously, <laughs> move forward to other songs and uh, in the future. And um, and that's and after that breakup, that was the beginning of her breakdown. And um, and I just feel like, yes, at the time they made her out to be a villain mm-hmm. and Justin let it happen. Now, that part I I I I get. Okay, yeah. he had hurt feelings. Um, it's later that I I have an I I take issue with Justin. Yeah, because you I mean after a while, on. let it go. <laughs> let, let it go. go. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I mean, Selena let it go. She did. I mean, they're back together. They're, she let it go that much. She let it go <laughs> that she. You know, someone said to me that um, uh, it's like forgiveness is letting go of the hope that the past had happened differently. Mm, wow. And I don't think that Justin really ever did yeah. like let that go. So it's like you're still holding on to it if you're not just like, we were young, stuff happened. Yeah. It's like, oh, we just don't talk about it like it never happened. Yeah. It's like, come on. I feel like anyone who, and you know, there are obviously people in the media and in the world today that I feel like they... I don't know. I, I, I've never found like being a victim to be a, like an attractive narrative for oneself. But I feel like Justin Timberlake like rode that wave for a long time. And it's like, don't you want to feel like, don't you want to be perceived as like, you know what, like the bigger person, like, isn't that the more attractive way to go about it? And I totally get it. Like he was young too, and that would suck. And that's a terrible thing to have happen to you. But at a certain point, it's like, don't you want to be the one that's like, I'm, 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 I'm all good. I'm a bigger person now. I have my own stuff to talk about and to deal with. And like, I don't need to keep reliving this thing that happened, you know, in my past. But I don't know, maybe, maybe it's better to be the one who's been scorned. I don't know. I do remember going to see Justin Timberlake in concert and it was after, so we're jumping ahead a few years and he had released Justified um, and that was his first solo album. And uh, I remember sitting in the audience mm-hmm. and him singing Cry Me a River and he, you know, encouraging everyone to put their hands up and at the end, he's singing, you know, Cry Me a River. And all the whole crowd, they're all moving their arms side to side and singing along so, just in such a way. And, and I'm sitting there with my sister and she was like, oh, my God, this is such an attack on Brittany. Mm-hmm. Like we were like, <laughs> oh, my God. It was like you brought us all into this in such a way that. I couldn't participate. Yeah. <laughs> your hands are just firmly by your other side. Like, wow. It's a great song. I will, of course, give him that. Um, but it, it was just too much. I I was actually living, I was doing a semester um, in this tiny town in the Netherlands at the time of their breakup. And my sister, my family came to to visit. And, um, and because this was before I didn't have a cell phone with me Mm. um and we had computers but you'd have to like log on and you'd have to it it was a real commitment and so my sister brought me the tabloids and she made this (laughs) whole packet and she wrapped it in this pink ribbon so I could read about their breakup 
Oh my god. And I remember <laughs> going iconic. through it and being like, what happened? Because I didn't know at the time <laughs> that it was Wade Robson and um and uh I still have all of those tabloids oh, I think at my parents' house. I should probably, it's time to let those go, but. I don't think so. I think you should keep those. Those are like <laughs> artifacts, like historical <laughs> artifacts. Totally. So yeah, I think she was made out to be the villain at the time, um, which is just, well, like, I mean, I, I guess I, I, I get it. It's um, a layered conversation, you know? It is. There's so many sides to it, but I'm on Britney's side. I have no context for really any of it, but I, I'm on Britney's side for sure. It seems as though that this album, I think we really got to the to to the core of it, which is she's in this place of the present moment and enjoying things in this very intense way where she's like I'm feeling I'm in my life and then the fantasy part yeah like this album is pretty killer yeah I love it what's the song where she's like um crystal skies like that there's like a da, 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 oh, da, da, da. Yes. that's where you, is that that's, that's where, that's you, where you, take you take me, me. yeah I was like I was struck by those lyrics like and it belonging firmly in like the girl camp and then there's the like the woman camp as well but like that one I was like oh it's so oh, I like, got, like some goosebumps <laughs> oh my gosh when you said that yeah. that song is beautiful and it started it sounds like a music box yeah like at the beginning I love I love the beginning of that song yeah I also like really loved watching the videos for all of these because there's like quite a few. I, I, I never know how it works with like singles versus like the video, but there I feel like there's like a couple here that I loved. Like it's they're such uh they belong in like early two thousands so firmly and I love that so much because I love like she's wearing my favorite two thousands outfit, which is a dress over pants. Yeah. Which is like the the hallmark of uh Yes. Early 2000s fashion, I think, and like platforms. But yeah, she is wearing the best outfit. I forget which video it was. And I just, I love it so much. I love this. This album is my favorite Britney album. Mm -hmm. This is is it. This is my favorite Britney album. This is my favorite time of Britney. I loved she, her her performance look. (laughs) It was just these awesome, she would always do a pant and um, a, a, crop top yep and she even had this one one look where it was like she would do pants crop top suspenders oh just hair down sneakers i was so want her to go back to that look it's kind of like like okay i guess we all need to move on people (laughs) just i like that simply put move on jen but i love that look so much i wish she would revisit it i mean do like an homage to her because that i mean she's look looks amazing and like looked amazing and so she could pull it off still to this day oh I think it would be so cool and I think especially because all of this stuff it we're you know we're now revisiting that fashion and so yeah. I just think it's I want her to take us back there um oh god it's so good I just I <laughs> loved yeah all of those videos are so amazing the choreography is amazing um, and I was like, I she's such an amazing dancer, and I don't know why I wasn't aware of that, but she is killer. Like watching her is just she makes it look so easy too, which is like insane to me. Karis, have you ever seen Crossroads the movie? No, I haven't. I don't know if I was aware of it. Like in 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 like uh, with Brittany being involved. Okay, well let me. Okay, 
This is so exciting. It's like talking to someone. I just like, I love this that you don't. So Brittany was in this movie called Crossroads. And it could be categorized as a coming of age story. Um, it's their senior year of high school. It's a, uh, three girlfriends. And they go on this road trip. Um, and here's, here's some fun facts. It started out, it was going to be a very gritty, independent film. Now, this movie was written by none other than the Shonda Rhimes. What? But this is Shonda before Shonda Land. Yeah. Okay. So Shonda Rhimes wrote this this screenplay, and it was supposed to be very gritty. And one of the characters, played by I hope I'm saying her name correctly, Zoe Saldana. Yes. She um she's amazing. She um in the movie. Is it her or is it who gets one of them? gets uh is it taryn taryn manning thank you that was rachel our producer (laughs) taryn manning her character gets pregnant yes or is it zoe saldana one of them is pregnant i'm so (laughs) sorry i can't believe i cannot remember this um but Brittany wanted to play that role oh and uh and her people did not allow it and so they kind of but it was like she she ended up playing the lead mm-hmm. and they made her character very sweet and that the character was not a girl, not yet a woman and <laughs> wanted to grow up. And um, so there when you're watching it, you're like, this is this is a you can you can see how the movie started out a lot grittier mm-hmm. and became something else when she, when Britney became attached. Yes, that's so interesting. Um. But it's a fun ride to watch. I'm gonna. It. Wa- I'm fully gonna watch it. I think you'll. I think you'll enjoy it. I'm not <laughs> saying it's Oscar worthy, but it's um. It's pretty great, and it really is of this time. Well, it's interesting to hear that because that means like that her like team and her people were still trying to control her image to be like more innocent, but which is so it feels like a sort of in contrast to this you know this album and everything that she was putting out it feels like it would only make sense for her to like age into something a little bit older in terms of like an acting role but I guess maybe people perceive those things as different like playing a character that's a little more you know controversial and then just singing songs and dancing in music videos I don't know but it's it that's really interesting I know she never I I She's, I, I think she's just a phenomenal performer. I, I'm curious. Let's circle back once you do watch it. I, w- I want to hear your thoughts on it. Yeah, I'll let you know. I'm like, I'm excited to just watch, just consume everything about her <laughs> <laughs> and like listen to everything and listen to this podcast as well. Oh. <laughs> Karis, thank you so much for, uh, for coming on. And also just, it's so great to revisit Brittany through new fresh <laughs> fresh eyes well thank you for having me on and giving me the opportunity to like dive in because I don't know I don't know where I would be if I hadn't listened to this like I don't know if I would have made my way to this album or like any of her other albums if I hadn't done this so you gave me a gift Jen. oh my gosh Paris, <laughs> would you say that 
I've like you have a deeper appreciation for Britney after this fully fully I feel like anyone who talks to you has a deeper appreciation for Britney but like (laughs) now I have even more context and like even more to like color my image of her I always say like whether or not you're a fan of Britney Spears she's been the soundtrack of our lives for almost 20 years um and I I thank her for giving us 20 years so far I hope there's more to come yeah me too uh and Karis I'm so excited to continue to be a fan of yours um I started off as a fan and then I was like (laughs) I gotta meet Karis and I'm so glad that I that I have gotten to meet you and Karis you're jumping into the next season of Ray Donovan right yes yeah I have a little bit of time I start in April but yeah I'm about to head back to that that old show <laughs> <laughs> that old show um well thank you so much for being here uh you guys check out everything that Karis does and <laughs> oh, where can we find uh your sister's where can we find Justin's music yeah precious kid is on spotify it's on apple music itunes all the good stuff um and she's playing around la and hopefully going on a tour soon 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 and uh yeah she's amazing and like if you're a fan of britney and like badass women slaying and being awesome musicians you should check her out because she's so good amazing <laughs> all right guys cheers to badass women and we'll see you next time on we need to talk about britney bye campfire even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.